Welcome to the Draft Doctors Podcast, your home of weekly draft content. Now here's Steve, Jono, Cam, and the Statesman. G'day everyone, welcome back to the Draft Doctors. I'm your host Stevie Fears, with you as everything. It's starting to get to the business end of the season, it is winding down, we are rolling towards fantasy finals we've only got two weeks before ours in our home league cam how are you and how's your league sitting uh doing really well league is uh yeah just keen for the finals to start now season's gone on just that little bit too long and my team's starting to taper off unfortunately so just really chugging towards the end but man i i I don't know if you meant this to happen but a couple of weeks ago you talked you you basically disowned one of your boys jesse hogan uh, on the pod, you, you said never again, you know, basically throw him in the bin. And then today he's come out and given one of those like all-time performances for someone in torrential rain, clunking just about everything and kicking a bunch of goals as well. Um, can you do that to anyone else so that I know when to pick them up? Well, I wish I should start doing that to my opponents because they are just on fire against me lately. It's um, it's been bad times. Not gonna lie, been bad times. <laughs> Where's that bleach? <laughs> Are you um still dead last in the listener league? No, I'm actually. Well, I'm in another nip and tuck match. It looks like he's going to run over me at the end of the match because um, apparently Jordan Clark has decided to have an all-time career best game, <laughs> which is always the way you want to go out. Um. No, I'm um, I'm actually in the finals hunt. <laughs> Is that just a very very so, close league? Like, what's going on there? Uh yeah, there's there's because there's like a runaway top two, mm. uh, especially top one, like just runaway. It's pretty bunched up, but a lot of teams have had losing streaks, and a lot of teams have had um, winning streaks. So. It's right. it's a funny league. Like I'll be honest, my team's not that bad, but I just didn't put in. Like I wasn't setting a great lineup early days, so that's that's on me. It's not it's not the shittest team in the league. It's not the certainly not going to win any premierships, but um, it was better than last. I'll put it that way. Yeah, nice. Yeah. So cool. anyway, what did you notice, Cam? Um, Gold Coast basically have no more halfback flankers left. It's either ACL season, um, you know, at Metricon Stadium, it seems. So my, you know, the question would be, and I think we had a couple of questions roll in on Twitter that we'll probably get to a little bit later, is who's going to get that role? And is it someone like a returning Jack Lukosius to drop back into defence? Or do they play someone like a, you know, Charlie Constable who trained there in the preseason but hasn't had a debut for the seniors yet? Uh, so there's... Just that piece there to look out on. Cal Mills switching to defence uh, again has been for the last few weeks. When the going gets tough, Horse throws him back. And he spent a heap of time there this week. So you'd have to think that in the final round of DPPs, he might be a really good chance to get uh, defensive status. Uh, Kitty Coleman, I think he'll be owned in every single league. But with uh, Daniel Rich going down with hamstring problem and, and Dane Zorko, I think, with a hammy as well. Um, it really opened up for Kitty, but then also for Cal Archie as well. 
not exactly the sexiest name in fantasy football, but he he dropped a pretty serviceable score. And if those other two are going to be out for some time, then maybe he's going to be a good stream for the next few weeks. And then uh, finally, uh, Jaden Stevenson, for some reason, got the kick-in duties as soon as Hall's ham- hammies went ping. So could be one to look out for. He scored really well, uh, I think, in both formats. So uh, maybe it's – he's definitely on a few waivers out there. He's on mine at the moment, so I'll be taking him this week if I can. That's about it. Yeah, eight marks. It's um, – Stevenson, it was a good score. It was – he – um. Man, it's tough to trust what's happening down there, but man, there is so much opportunity at Gold Coast. You talk about them not really having options, but I mean, they still got Lukosius. He played VFL this week. Rory Atkins, I know it's a filthy, filthy name, but he is an option. I know he's not mm. a stopping type, but uh, it is an option. Whether they swing Burgess back there, if he gets back in next week, he was a laid out. Um I don't know. It's tough times. It's really tough times when you lose so many dudes in one position group. For sure. And they're like, you know, someone like a Burgess, they're all very different players, right? The two that you'd kind of look at from, you know, a running halfback perspective, you'd assume Bose plays more time there and you'd assume um, Oleg Markov will be locked for the best 22 for the rest of the season as a result. But then it's, you know, if they... Flick the switch on the coach, just he becomes a very, very attractive fantasy player for the next, for the rest of the season. The only problem with Lukosius is he can't stop anything. Like he, he's yeah. just a weapon. So I don't know. Yeah, we'll talk about them later, no doubt. Uh, my two things: uh, Chad Warner is going to be a really interesting name next preseason. Sort of probably going to get that Sarong type hype. Mm. I would imagine, um, but probably with more opportunity coming his way. On to the waivers. <laughs> oh, it's, oh, man. Dry July Seamless. is harsh. Yep. Um, Are you doing dry July this year? Well, I was really pissed last night, and so I think I, oh, yeah, it was yesterday. And so I'm thinking I might start late and just go from now until the end. Oh, well, that makes sense because last year you didn't. You just stopped at the end. Well, that's not true. Just went, yeah. Was it last year or the year before? You were just like, oh, because we did it and you were like, and it was like the 28th or something. And you were like, yeah, I'm good. I've done it. That's fine. Uh, yeah, because so someone on the dry July thing, if you actually do the donations, you can buy someone a day off. And That's fucking so, pathetic. I know it is, but someone bought me one. And I'm like, well, I'm not going to waste their money. Was it Was it you? No. <laughs> I mean, no, I think it was like uh, Branko, actually. Uh Yes, so on to whatever we're doing now, the waivers. Uh, shallow league, so for the shallow ones I had, I still have Isaac Rankin at 65%. Another good score this week, although he needed four goals to get there, but it was still serviceable. Um, Jack Lukosius, again, speculative based on where he's going to return. I'm actually looking through the um, the VFL report, and it, it wasn't mentioned, which is probably not good signs. Maybe he... Didn't didn't actually play, but I'll have a look into that in just a sec. But still worth picking up and stashing for a little bit. Uh, Oleg Markov, again, as I was saying, he's probably going to be a lock for best 22 for the rest of the year just because there's, you know, so much opportunity down back there. So he's, he's only 61% owned at the moment. Uh, in deeper leagues, I have Jake Kelly. He's had, like, a very slight role change, so he's playing less accountable. 
uh, in the Bombers' back line. He's been averaging about 89 points over the last three uh, games, but I'd just be wary. This week's game, like the entire Bombers' defense scored really well, so it could just be a, a bit of a matchup um, bonus there. But even still, he, he did quite well in the last two weeks before that. Um, secondly, I just have Jake Waterman at 29%. We called him out a few weeks ago, and that just hasn't changed. He's still scoring serviceable, serviceably, and it's, you know, as expected, as the Eagles come back to a little bit more form while they've got all their players back, you'd expect him to, you know, get up the ground, take those marks a little bit more. So he should be, assuming they keep going on a decent trajectory, he's going to be pretty good. And then finally, uh, in the Saints, Dougal Howard got injured. It looked like a bit of a knee-type injury. And without knowing anything more about it as to severity and stuff, they subbed on Tom Highmore, who was pretty good. Um, and he's he basically wouldn't be owned in any league. So he could be one to, to jump on. Uh, he's a very, very good player. And he could potentially you know, bang out a few serviceable scores coming out of defence. Highmore's funny because he's been, um, yeah, Highmore's funny because he's been reasonable in the VFL most of the year and just hasn't really been able to nut it for a, for a game or a string of games. So yeah, yeah, yeah. with Clark Clark's death, obviously, I, you know, their legal team are after me, Cam. Dude, that was Clark legal team. Did you see it? Yeah, it was gross. It was, it was awful. It was like a. It was like a Keystone Cops moment, though. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, the aftermath was what? A broken nose? Something like that. I heard the words nasal cavity. Oofed. That's, uh, yeah, not words you want to see strung together, presumably with collapsed. Um, no. Yeah. Who have you got? Uh, uh, I had, yeah, Rankin and Luco. I, I still think Markov, getting back, and I think I spoke about it, just those guys who are fit, um, rather than going for the injured big name, often pays off. Like so, I think Markov's Markov's less owned, but he's probably a better pickup than mm. Lukosius. Uh, uh, Zach Guthrie's eighty-one percent owned, so he's you know, look, it is shallow. Um, but I think Tommy Paps sixty-two percent owned. I picked him up this week. Gets a lot of midfield time for a small forward. So and and the Swans have got some pretty decent matchups coming up. So I'd Absolutely look to pick up Tom Papley. Uh, yeah, I did have Cal Archie, 9% defender forward. you got to like that. Mm. Um, if you're looking at that Brisbane situation, I'd probably pick up Stasevich before Answorth, but that's just me. Um, yeah, Waterman and uh, Majacek with North Melbourne on deck in oh, North yeah. Melbourne. Fuck me. What a pathetic excuse of a fucking football team, Cam. Yeah, I mean, at this point, you wouldn't even want to trade them to Tasmania. What the fuck would Tasmania want them? Exactly. <laughs> but even as a punishment, like, it's it's a punishment if you send that team to wherever wherever you're sending them. Um, yeah, I'm told Muroa Atoll, Muroa Atoll are saying no north. What is that? Where is that? That's a serious throwback, people. People don't remember the Jacques Chirac's time as president of France where he was just blowing up nuclear uh, shit down on this thing in the Pacific. It's an island. Wow. I don't think people live there because of the, the nuclearness. Yeah, yeah, wow. 
Okay. Um, it was just a joke. Oof. It was just a joke. Yeah. Cool. Based uh, on um, how little people would want North to be <laughs> to be associated <laughs> with their land. Um. Cool. On to the awards. Trade target. Oh, trade target. I've. Uh, I know you did that. Yep. Totally researched it. I'm. Um, completed it. Got it. Uh, John Newcomb. Uh, I think he scored uh, three scores, 80 or below in a row. His average is a little bit inflated from runs earlier in the season. I think that you know, Warple dislocated his shoulder, so that probably removes one. You know, not that he's getting a lot of ball, but um, just opens up maybe a little bit more opportunity for him as well. But um, he's also just a, a really good player. I think he's going to be great, and the, every game he plays, he... He's only going to keep growing. It's all good. Okay, my trade target was uh, Taylor Adams, who if you own Taylor Adams, you don't want him, which means he should be cheap. Also, they have North Melbourne, so at least you get the one-game bump, which if you go two weeks ago when I said to trade in Rowan Marshall, uh, you got him for dirt cheap, and he's given you two good scores. So, mm. awesome. You reckon you've been a Taylor Adams truther, though, for years. Colin would have a couple good matchups coming. Anyway, on to the awards. Yeah, Taylor yeah. should cost you absolutely nothing. Yeah. Okay. All right, well, on to the awards. Cam, who do you have with the J, 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 T? Yeah, so uh, it's a good point you made in the chat. The entire Geelong team uh, have managed to pull in the J, J, T, J, J, JT Award uh, for the week. Uh, Mitch Duncan, Jeremy Cameron, and Cam Guthrie all junked hard with 45-plus points in the final quarter alone. So very, very hard to go past them. Yeah, it's important to junk hard when you junk. Like uh, Dewey Cox. Did you say Dewey Cox? Yeah, have you seen the Dewey Cox movie? Walk Hard? No. No. Oh, oh yeah, 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 walk hard, walk hard, walk hard, Jimmy Cox. With the giant you. penis shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's this, right. This, this should have really... Of ju- it, I mean, the, the JJJT should have some sort of penis-related involvement in it, but then you always seem to go like to another movie where there's a visible dong to just alert everyone that, hey, there's a big dick here, and I've remembered that for some time. I'm a big fan of penis, Cam. Yeah, big fan penis. of penis. Penis cam on cam. Penis. On I think cam. Um, next year. Oh, it's not next good. year when we do the um, the listener league. Not this year because yeah. I'm not going to win. Uh, but next year, <laughs> the listener league winner will get a, a JJJ JT shirt. JJJ JT t shirt. The t shirt makes itself, man. It's just JJJ. Oh wait, JJ dot 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 J T shirt and then with a big dick on it. But a fair bit of bush. Yeah, I think just um a screen cap of the movie. I tried to do it already, but there was like legal parameters and I was like, Well, we'll have to do this on the sly. Wouldn't you just have like Homer going into the hedge but with a dick? I don't think I would. I don't think oh. I would. I need John. I need all John, more Jarrett. Okay. Um, uh, Amber Heard. 
Amber Heard, I have none other than Jordan Degoe because he should have, like, after all the schmozzle and all the, the shit that he did and, you know, all, all just, like, playing it down, he should have come back with a massive bang and actually been like, you know what, I'm still worth money. And then he <laughs> just came back and completely shit the bed. He went for Amber Heard. See, I got Callum Mills. Yeah, yeah, okay. People were captaining him. Yeah, it is disappointing. I'm a Callum Mills owner, and I captained him in Classic. So, mm. yeah, there's there's a few. I feel it. I captained uh, Took Miller. Oofed. Nice. In Classic. In Classic. Oh, how are you ranked in Classic? Yeah, Doesn't poorly. Matter. Poorly. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Got that dub. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and Ball Adjacent. Who have you got? There's only one name here, surely. Ben, ben McKay. Ben McKay. Yep. McKay? 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 I don't even want to say his name right. Three disposals. Yeah. You don't deserve it. Yeah, Ben. I saw um, Collingwood tweet out, we've got the best brothers in the league, and I was trying to think which brothers. Tyler and Callum like... Brown, obviously. Yeah. Well, they got, they got the best brothers at the club. That's... Yeah. <laughs> That's about it. Um, yeah. I, I was trying to rank them, ranking the brothers in the league, and I was like, surely, if you were like giving out contracts, that'd be um, where you just sort of turn the value from, not not from fantasy performances. I was like, man, they might be fourth. Yeah. So who would you have the Mackay brothers? Oh, I would us? think the Kings would probably command the most money. Yeah, Mackay brothers are very good. That that at least be second. And the Brayshaws. Yeah. Yeah. But then you've got, yeah, the Browns. That was just and off my the head. Da- then Dacos. Yeah, the Browns and then the Dacos. <laughs> this way they have that uh, clubhouse, the, the no no brothers. It's like, oh, we're allowed one set, boys. <laughs> Get yeah. the fuck out. <laughs> oh, man. Jeez, this was uh, quick. Uh, um, there are listener questions, Cam. Oh, yeah, that's right. Let's do it. Um, yes. Greg, do you think Stewie Jew is willing to share the location of the last sizzler on the Gold Coast? <laughs> is, that, is that a real thing? It's not, right? I don't know. You live in Queensland. I assume you're... Is I it will, still there? I will hunt this down. Uh, I, I, I'm sure it's shut. Um, but I think it was in Miami. Anyway. Miami, Queensland? Yeah. Yeah, there's Miami, Miami and Queensland. Coast. Is yeah. there? Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, Dennis, yeah. reckon Lukosius a good waiver target this week. Back in the VFL today with all the injuries to Suns, Wings, Backs, he could reprise his fantasy friendly 2021 role. Mm, I think we're all there. We're all going for it, right? Surely. You said Oleg, though, instead. Hey, you dropped out. I um, yeah, yeah he, he said he's a target. It depends on what else you got in yeah. your league. Would I take yeah, Oleg enough. instead? If I needed a win, I'd probably take Oleg. I don't think people are going to waver for Oleg though. Hmm. Yeah. Fair. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Matt. Right at the waiver wire deadline, do you fire sale Crisp with his new role and do you target Sinclair or Daycost, Context, Keeper League and gunning for a flag? 
Can you? I I missed that. It cut out a little bit. Sorry, dude. What did you say? Right at the waiver wire deadline, do you fire sale Crisp with his new role, and do you target Sinclair or Dacos context keeper league and gunning for a flag? Would you get either of them for Crisp? I don't think you would. Why? Like, I think it would be a really I don't think hard I'd fire sale Crisp. Yeah, but I mean, even if you were selling him, like Sinclair is averaging a hundred and. Now, why would you go for someone who's dropping, like, trending downward? Yeah, it's a good point. I also wonder about Crisp. Like, you got to think going forward, Dacos is going straight into that guts, and Crisp isn't keeping defender status. Yeah, it was really interesting, right? Because the in the last four weeks or whatever that Dacos has been scoring really well, or three weeks maybe it's been, Crisp has conversely scored poorly. He was fu- he was 70% CBA last week. Chris was? Yep. Yeah, but that doesn't mean he's going to score, right? So it's there's also that side of it. I just think it's pretty interesting that he's not getting the getting the points. Well, mm. Mm. sometimes you have bad games. Chris, uh, number one out of two, has, have clinched the minor premiership in a 10-team keeper league with two rounds to go, top final, top five final structure. So number one spot is huge. Thanks to Cam for the Kitty Coleman info way back when. And Stevie Fears for making me keep Hearn based on weighted chin-ups. Yeah, everyone loves Shannon Hearn. Uh, Chris also says, thanks to whichever of you was hot on Will Brody at the start of the year. That would not have been me because I... I've had him like every fucking year, so <laughs> he's naturally, like a... naturally Cam, naturally. Yeah, as soon as you don't get him, he goes well. It's just like what you did with Jesse Hogan. Oh man, Hunter Clark is going to have a banging in next year. Yeah, yeah, like, correct. Huge, as soon as his navel cavities are not collapsed, he should be good. Carl, this week I traded in Yo and Pruce. Yo, Hammy, Pruce can't get a game. My wife hates me. Please just put the lights out and let me walk into the desert. Weird. That is dark, but I like it. I mean, there's a there's a lot to read in there. <laughs> it's like, it's um, mm, I don't know where to go to go with it. Going All to, our wives go, hate us. Yeah, that's. I thought that was the whole thing with fantasy football. Join the club. I only do it for the scorn. Uh, Archie, Dugowie, Jack Graham, or Jed Anderson as forwards for fantasy footy finals. I'd go Jed. I'd go Jack Graham. Pretty shit, man. Yeah, Dusty getting injured again. Just don't know if it'll... I think Jed has a better ceiling than the other Mm. two. But that's probably it. Frio asks, any danger of Bruce coming back? I need a ruck again. Cheers. Uh... Cam, thanks for getting me on the Coleman train this year. How should we read Sam Berry's tackle reliance? Well, he keeps tackling and he keeps putting out really good scores. So, it's, I mean, maybe it is sustainable. But it, it I think it's going to end up being like a um, Will Snelling type deal where Snelling was a really good small forward, getting lots of tackles. But then the following year, he's, you know, sort of dropped off a little bit. I think Berry might end up that way as well. Um, maybe. But yeah, I don't think Pruce. I think they're going to look to get Pruce some continuity in the twos before he does anything in the ones. 
All right, Liz. Uh, Lukosius coming back from injury or McGrath with his impending defender DPP next week? Mm. I would probably go McGrath, I would have thought. You? Yeah, I'd be pretty hot on McGrath. I almost traded for him this week. Yeah, okay. It's a weird one. Is McGrath on the waiver there? Well, it sounds like it. Maybe it's a shallow league. Yeah. Cool. God. So, yeah, if you're in a shallow league, yeah, McGrath. Yeah. Uh, Major, what does Rankin average from here on? Will he give up, like, the rest of his superior... No, they're not giving (laughs) up. Uh, yeah, they're not giving Fuck. up. That was shattering. Um, either of Malera or Dam- D'Ambrosio worth fielding? Uh, I think D'Ambrosio was a byproduct of the Bombers all scoring well out of defense. And even then, he only got 72 or something. So I'd be cautious of that one. Who's the other bloke, did they say? Malera. That's an interesting one. Like, he's had enough games to sort of build into it. And he's sitting... He, last I saw, he was playing, like, a half-forward role. Um, so, I don't know. Could be could be based on matchups. Good good stream. Nah, I'm not, not buying a guy like that at Adelaide. Yeah. Even if they came up against, you know, Kangaroos. I don't think they do. But Oh, well, interest. if we're talking about random hypothetical situations that don't occur, yep. I'm going to trade Jack Redden to myself like John. <laughs> <laughs> what about Rankin? Is he good or not? I still think he's a good pickup, but... I still think he's good. For floor, especially. Yeah. Well, they've got, um, in the coming weeks, Gold Coast, they've got the Tigers next week, so it could be a tough one, but then they've got the Bombers the week after, so... It'd be pretty pretty tasty. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, Coxie, with so much ruck carnage, spare a thought for any leagues that run two rucks or have more than 10 teams? Rip. Just a uh, worst decision ever, having more than 10 teams or having two rucks. No, I, I, mean, I feel league, no sympathy for the two ruck leagues. Fuck you. My home league, yeah. what, 10 teams? Yeah, okay. Yeah. How funny is it, though? Because I have Ryder in both leagues. And um, I benched him, so I loopholed Jordan Sweet in the Listener League, which might end up costing me the match. Mm. Um, and I benched him for Flynn, and I think they scored the same, basically. But it was yeah, like, wow! I was tilting like three quarters of the way through. Flynn was on fuck all, and somehow ended up with a ton. And uh, man, whew. I was I was dirty on Paddy Ryder because he's not great, but that's where you are as a late rough drafter or a mm-hmm. uh, Brody Grundy odor. Yeah, correct. Yeah, yeah. Dave, thoughts on Jermaine Jones from West Coast? That's a great Western Victorian, Dave. What did he score this week? Uh, I don't know. It wasn't real great in the end. He started off pretty hot. He I think that's when Dave's question came through. <laughs> yeah. He ended up on 61 in the AFL fantasy format. So, it's, uh, yeah. Yeah. Maybe a little bit of a boost with uh, Elliot Yo doing his handbone. 
No one could have seen that coming, right? Yeah, right? Yeah. Right. Uh, Ninja, thoughts on a Listener League fantasy finals comp? The listeners wouldn't care, but the rusted on fans would love it. And he also follows up with saying he doesn't know how to do it. Um, so, Ninja, I have no interest in any extra fucking work. <laughs> I, I, I love you, Ninja. I love you. It'd be, it's a great idea. It's a good idea. Not going to lie. But um, two podcasts a week, Ninja. Come on. Come on, man. Mm. Uh, Steve, Kidding Coleman greater than John Coleman. Who's John Coleman? I mean, that's true. John Coleman, you're dust. I can't hear you anymore, Cam, so I'm just going to continue. General Turok, if one... if Well, this is a serious question. We need you back. Um, if one went to a friend's house and entered without being asked to take off their shoes then accidentally walk dog shit on the carpet, does one have to return the following day to scrub the carpet? Oh, I think that would be a nice thing to do. So we, like, in my household anyway, you basically have to say, is it, uh, you see the shoes at the front door, therefore you have to take off your shoes, right? They're there as a guide to say, no one wears shoes beyond this point. If you then choose to accept the risk of walking beyond said point with shoes on and it's carpet, man, it's on you at that point. I fucking hate going to people's houses, right? Like, imagine <laughs> having to deal with that. Imagine having to deal with that dilemma. Is that where you just move, like, as far away as possible? Yeah, absolutely. No one comes here and I don't go anyone's house. Nice. I agree, though. I think it's. I don't know. What do you do? I think that you're you're absolutely right, though, on the shoe guide. Yeah. Right. Read the room. Jeez. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Hmm. I don't even know that many people who have carpet these days, to be honest. Yeah. Well, we're we're redoing our floors downstairs. Definitely not going carpet because what a pain in the ass that is. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, it's great in winter and shit when you just got that scrunchy, scrunchy feet thing. You're a diehard when he's curling his feet up, right? Yeah, Rickman curling his feet up. Yeah, I don't know. It's good times, but no one wants to clean that shit. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I think if you if you trod dog shit on carpet and it's a shoes off situation, what about if it's a shoes on situation? Or I still think it's on you for not having picked up the smell, right? Because yeah, like, that, that's the other thing is like, how do you, what is the dog shit literally on the doorstep? Because you would have smelt it before then. For sure. Especially if you're going there in a car, like in an enclosed space and, you know, of course you're smelling dog shit in your shoe. I don't know. It feels like yeah. It's a seriously specific ask, and so I'm concerned for the person who wrote the question because they're clearly in the situation. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I think it's a, a no-brainer. Go back and clean the carpet, you bloody jerk. What about if it's the backyard? Like, they're, they're dog owners, but they have a dog in the backyard, and you've put your shoes on to run around in the backyard. And you've stood in the poo, and then I, you've I say, gone back into the and house. And you stood in the poo, and then you've gone inside. I'd say, fuck them. 
to be yeah, honest. That's, yeah, I'd say fucking... I'd actually be asking them to clean my shoe. Clean your shoe. At that point. <laughs> your shoe. Yeah. Well, clean up your backyard. Yeah. yeah. Clean up your shoe. Clean my shoe. Clean my damn shoes, you landmines in the backyard. That's bullshit. Clean up your yard. Yeah. Clean up. It sounds like it's bad times in the baby's room. Uh, we're going to cut it here, people. We thank you for listening and all your fantastic questions. Stump me. Stump me on the dog one. A lot of etiquette. Cam? Yeah. Yeah. I I feel like uh, I think you had it under control still. I don't have the baby under control. The baby runs my life. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Draft Doctors Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and review.